And now, it's such a joy to have Paul with us this morning, our regional leader, and uh, he's going to come and bring the word of God. He's a friend of the house, and he looked after you for a good number of months, I think about six months, was it? Three. Three months. Oh, somebody said it felt like six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. That was you. It was you. Okay. <laughs> it was you. No, it isn't. He's, he's a joy to call a friend and a real man of God, and it's a great honor to have him with us here this morning. Would you welcome Paul Hudson, please? Thank you, sir. Thank I, I did ask for Christmas that I'd have a new Bible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's a disaster, isn't it? Good. It's great to be with you this morning. Um, we do love um, Pastor Simon and Jane. Um, we do love them. Oh, you're there. <laughs> you're going to keep shifting seats. <laughs> and it's um, a privilege to, to call them friends. Um, we also love uh, your other pastor as well. So, um, yeah, thank you for the privilege um, of, of sharing the word. It's, I, I, I love this church because... You can go from throwing a giant bauble around and then the next minute you're diving deep into worship, you know, with your hands in the air with no bauble. It's just not many churches can do that, you know. Um, so I, I, wanna, I want to compliment you and I want to encourage you because every Sunday I'm in a different church, either in the UK or overseas, and you're really unique. And uh, there's actually nobody like you. <laughs> and uh, when I look at what God is doing in, in the church, I can see that the partnership of the Holy Spirit happens when for example, when every Friday morning there's a prayer meeting taking place. When you come into the church, um, the people know how to worship because every Thursday night throughout the year there's something called burn and you are going deep into worship. And when people come into the church, they are hungry for the word of God and they're, and they're receiving the teaching from God's word. And, and then when you do your events, you're just first class and you're all in on that and you know, people are really rolling their sleeves up. So when you come out of an event like on Saturday, you walk out and everything's cleared away. How did that happen? Because people were out there clearing all the stalls away when we were all enjoying ourselves in here. And I just want to congratulate you and encourage you and I want you to keep on doing and be in the church that you are in this place. And if you're visiting today, if I were you, I'd come here every time. So, um, that, that uh, passage of scripture, I want to use the last verse that was really, really well read, where Mary responds 
to Gabriel and she says, Behold, I am the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And then Gabriel departs, leaves her. And I want to invite you to say exactly what Mary said to Gabriel today. Because I want to invite you to encourage the divine to come and have a look at you again. To take a look at you. Behold is, we wouldn't use that word perhaps, but it's a beautiful old English word. We would use the word look. And it's a word that, that you, it's like when you're pointing a finger to, to, to show, look, look over there. So when, when John the Baptist was, when he saw Jesus walk past, he says, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It's like he's pointing finger. Look, that's, that's the Lamb of God. But also, it's, it's, a, it's a word where you don't have to use actions, <laughs> which, is, which is good, because Jesus on the cross, when, when Mary and, and his best friend John was at the foot of the cross, Jesus trying to unite them as in, a, in an adoption of, of mother and son, said, John, behold, Mary, your mother. Mary, behold, John. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's looking and pointing the finger. And here's Mary, who has just engaged in a conversation with Gabriel that probably, I believe, took a lot longer than it took these lovely people to read the scriptures. It wasn't a two-minute conversation. This is a conversation which is actually, do you know what you're doing to me right now? I mean, we all want God to do something in our life, perhaps, but not this. This is actually, I'm so afraid of this message, Gabriel. This seems just, well, it is bonkers. It's impossible and there's this battle going on between the divine and the human, between the angel and Mary. I can't accept that this is God speaking to me. I can't. This, it took her a while before she got to the place where she was able to say, blessed am I amongst women. It took her a while. Sometimes we battle in our humanity we deal with some of the things in our lives that bred out of weakness, out of fear, out of doubts, and the, 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 the trials that we go through. I've got Joseph to think about. I'm meant to be getting married. I'm bound to be divorced now. How am I going to tell him?
And then she gets to that place. Where we all have got to get to. Get to the place where we say, behold, not anybody else. Don't look at anybody else. God, behold me. Look at me. This Christmas, will you look at me again? I know I've struggled. I know I've battled. I know I've been saying no a lot. I know I've been running away. I may look engaged, but you know my heart. So I'm just telling you, you've got me. I can't run anymore. Behold me. I see uh, something else about this beautiful word because it, it is pointing to a, a situation and a circumstance as well because an event, something that will happen. And your pastor Simon declared it um, in a prayer just about 10 minutes ago. Isaiah the prophet said, Behold, I will do a new thing amongst you. Even though you've been 70 years in exile and you've not been where you should be as a man and a woman of God, but I'm telling you, behold, I'm going to do a new thing in your life. And 10 minutes ago, your pastor was saying, 2024 is a year of stepping into a new season and all that God has for you. But you've got to be in. You've got to be in. And you've got to say, behold me. Hmm. Then she says, let it be. Let it be. It means, well, we, we, it literally means we can bring it into one word and that's amen. Amen is more than behold, look at me. Amen is this. Whatever you want for my life, I want it too. Whatever assignment you have for me, I'm in on that. In fact, I, I couldn't write it any better than you've written it. Your story for my life, I want that story. I'm saying amen. Jesus, the great amen. The last word in the Bible is amen. It means this is true. I'm saying it. It's true. And I'm agreeing with it. And, and Mary would probably have had to use the word amen throughout her whole life, just like you and I do, because life contains difficulties, does it not? Life contains struggles, does it not? Physical things, relationship problems, life. It's all right saying amen when Pastor Simon or Pastor Becker say amen, amen. But it's hard when you're trying to find a place 
to have your first child and you can't find a place. It's hard to say amen then. It's hard to say amen when you are giving birth for the very first time and your mom's not with you and no relatives are with you apart from, and we all know what men are like, clueless Joseph. It's hard to say amen when you are fleeing to Egypt and you're becoming a, a refugee because you're afraid of the government or what they're going to do to you. And so you're running away. It's hard to say amen when you just do life and with all of its complexities. And I'm telling you, it's really hard to say amen when you're at the foot of the cross and you haven't really understood but you remember a prophecy from an old man called Simeon who said there will come a day when your heart will be pierced like a sword. Amen. See I'm not asking you to sign up for a good life. I'm not asking you to sign up for a perfect life because we're actually signing up for being soldiers of Christ's army to be a follower of a disciple of Jesus. It takes steel and courage, it takes bravery, it takes someone who will say amen even when I don't understand it. Let it be, it's true. Your story from my life is true. And then the angel goes and she's standing there on her own. The event is over. Everybody's packed up. And she's there. Oh, it's a lot easy. It's easier when Gabriel is in front of you. Oh, you can believe. It's great when you're in this room and the band are playing and you're being led into worship and it's just, wow. It's hard when it's all packed away. And she's on her own, but that's an assumption that we make because we read that the angel departed her. We assume she's on her own, but she's not. Because if we remember what the angel said to her was this, that the Holy Spirit is coming on you. The Holy Spirit is on you. And the power of the Most High will be all over your life. You are never, never alone because the Holy Spirit is on you and coming to you. Just waiting for you again this Christmas to say, look at me again. Behold me. Let it be. Are you that available? Are you that ready? Because if you are, God has got a beautiful story that he's writing in your life. Let's pray together. If you have come to this service this morning, and whether you are, whether you would say you are running away from God or whether you are running towards God, I'm asking you, are you all in 
Are you signed up? Are you in agreement? Are you in alignment? Because God is asking you to stop skirting around the edges. Stop saying you believe when you're not following. And to give him your life today. To say, here I am. Behold, look at me. I say, let it be whatever you have for me. Come, Holy Spirit. I pray that prayer over every man and woman. To come, Lord Jesus, and look at them today. And fill their life with your presence. And turn every man and woman into a follower. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together. You know, for some people in this room, this year has been a hard one. I, I pray for you that the Lord would comfort and strengthen you as you step towards a new dawning of a new season, a new part of your story. For others in this room, they're rejoicing. I think over here, there's a wonderful new baby. We thank God for new life, don't we? And the blessing of family and children. There are some people in this room who throughout the course of the year have really doubted that God was for them. And I'm praying as we sing this song, as you step towards this new beginning, that you will have, as Mary had, a reassurance that his presence is with you. After all, he said he'd never leave or forsake you. And there are others in this room who think, this year I blew it. What can God do with me now? Well, I want to promise you something from his word, not my promise to you, his promise to you. He will give you beauty for ashes. He will give you garments of praise instead of a spirit of despair or heaviness. There is no mess that God can't change into a message. No problem that God can't translate into a promise. And as we sing our final song together this morning, why don't we just commit our hearts afresh to him for all he wants and all he seeks to do in our lives in 2024. Have I told you that 2024 is the year of the shut door? Have I told you that? Have I told you that? Have I mentioned that to you? It's the year of the open door. The Spirit of God really convicted me. I was shy and timid and unable to function in that prophetic gift for a while. But God has told me to declare this over this house. In fact, this isn't just an invitation for us. It's an invitation for us as a movement. 2024 is the year of the open door. Many things are going to happen in the kingdom of God. So let's lift our voice and worship Him. And may God bless you this Christmas with the best gift of all, which is his presence, his abiding love, his goodness, his mercy, his grace and his kindness. Let's worship. Light of the world. Light of the world, you step down into dark. Open my eyes, let me see beauty, beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. 
his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious and faithful to you. And I declare that goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you abide, as you learn to dwell in the house of the Lord as he prepares your heart for all that he has. Lord, as we step out of this year and Sunday will come and we'll do it again and make ourselves ready for all you want to do, Lord. We leave with a song in our hearts and praise on our lips and our hands lifted high in surrender. We say, as Mary said, be it unto me according to your will, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Christmas, everybody. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.
together 